Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. You're now tuned in to the live show on blogtalkradio.com, and this is the Middleman Show. And we're going to have a great show today, and I'm Alan. And this is Kevin. What's happening? Baby! Oh, yeah. Everything is good today, man. Everything is good today. Yeah. We have a nice little topic we want to discuss today. Really, we're talking about these fathers out here, the effects of not having a father in a child's life. Well... Hey, man, that's, that's, a, that's a strong subject right there. I guess it's a continuation of some of the things we talked about last week. Right. And, I mean, we had a great discussion, especially at the end of the show, man. We want everybody to know if you're online listening today, make sure you press that number one when you call in, 718-508-9972. If you're online, hit us up right. on that message board, that's web chat, we will get to you. Today, we're doing this thing dolo by ourselves. Normally, it's me by myself or... Me by myself, or is us? Man, whatever. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, man. Yeah, I be thin, ain't in today, so I guess we could say it just dolo for us today. What's happening? That's right. Some middle men today, and yeah. Well, you know, we needed a woman perspective in on this today. So if all our women's yeah. listeners out there today, if you want to chime in today, please go ahead, press that number one, or either leave your comment on the web chat, and we'll get that out there. That's right. That's right. I'm pretty sure you know. I know. uh Marvel from Color of Class will be calling in in a little bit at any time, or maybe at the end of the show she's going to try to catch it. So I'm pretty sure we'll have her perspective mm-hmm. on this topic. Yes, sir. And, most um, definitely. She had a great oh, show yeah. last week too, man. Thursday. Yes, she did. Yes, yes she did. Yes, Needs she did. or wants, but it ended up being mm-hmm. talking about these crazy people like y'all. That's right. You know how we're not doing right amongst ourselves in relationships. Period. As far as men and women and you know, grown people and acting towards each other. I mean, it was a great conversation. So y'all make sure y'all go back and check her out. We are on that show discussing this also with her. So make sure you go check that out. That's right, Pete. That's right. So, but uh, today we're going to get into you know the effects of not having a father. How does how does not having a father in a child's life affects them from youth up to adulthood? And what characteristics of does a father help mold? into a child's personality such as self-esteem, uh, wanting to be educated, being motivated, and also being respectful either towards women or towards men. Mm. And also we're going to discuss what are some things that fathers need to do to improve themselves 
um, and how can a father who wants to get back into his child's life after the child has grown up form that new relationship with that child? So those are some good questions. And if you all have any other additional questions, we'll definitely, you know, get those throughout the show. And like G said, if you're on the phone, listen, press 1. And if you're on the message board, make sure you um, place your comments up there and we'll definitely get in um, get in to yourself. Um, yeah. But I have something. Tune in. We're, we're, we're really going to, you know, so we're going to move into the sports aspect of this. And uh, Mississippi State played for yesterday. Yeah, well, and uh, yeah, well, I was really, I was really hoping that Mississippi State would have beat Florida yesterday, but unfortunately, you know, Florida came through and they, you, man, know, they you know what? I mean, Florida. they should have killed Sylvester, Mr. Coach Crone, first black SEC coach, number one. Brought old boy as the head coach in now as the offensive coordinator, number two. Number right. three, they should have won that game yesterday, but it was a little poor play and a poor tackling. And they got overwhelmed by the yep. situation, which is sad. I mean, they could have won yeah. that game, man, but they they really didn't hit it off like they should have. Yeah, I mean, and, you, you know, know, another thing too, you know, uh, this is like, well, really, it seems like almost every game Tyson Lee, you know, who's the quarterback at Mississippi State, you know, whenever he drops back to throw a pass, the lineman always jumps up in front of him and blocks the pass. You know, Tyson is not that tall. Right. So if he had like a couple more inches on him, you know, maybe some of those passes that would have been touchdowns or would have been, you know, some you know, some good yardage, you know, that could have occurred or yeah. I think, you know, I disagree with you, least, man. I can't give that cat no excuse because Doug Flutie. One number like five seven. So look, man. I'm just saying look, though, man. son. I'm just saying. Doug Flutie was five seven. He needs to do something, man. He needs to nah, man. either pay him no or no. dodge or something. No, man, just get a better quarterback. Get a better quarterback. That's all I can say. Get a better quarterback. It's, it's been a long time since Mississippi State was able to get a good quarterback. Well, I mean, overall, oh, man, time. the SEC, man, you know what I'm saying, we get down like that. You know what I mean? So, I mean, hey, the thing about it is they lost. Florida's still number one. They not going to drop in the poll. Alabama won yesterday. I don't even know if Georgia played, but... I mean, overall, the SEC is the killer, man. Yeah, it is. It is. It is. I mean, to all my Pac-10, my ACC, uh, WAC, whatever, y'all ain't touching what we got down here, man. We've been kicking booty and taking names for the last past, what, 20 years? Two decades, baby. Yep. Hey, you know there's something today, too, down. We can talk about sports. Hmm. Gene ain't him. Normally oh, we yeah. can't talk about sports. You know, oh, there, there, y'all go talk about sports. I don't understand. Uh huh. Yeah. Hey man, the NBA season has started. Also, yeah, we talk about sports. Don't right. keep that up. I'm just waiting on the Boston Celtics this Tuesday to play the Cleveland Cavaliers. Yes, for all the listeners that may not know, I am a Boston Celtics fan. No, I am not a bandwagoner. I was a fan when Mr. Lewis died on the court. I was a fan yeah. when Glenn yeah. Bias died. Ever since Boston Celtics fan, ever since Larry Bird, Larry Bird was wearing high shorts and tight ass jersey. Yes, sir. <laughs> Larry Bird had that Jerry curl, the white boy Jerry uh, curl. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? The real big three. Yeah. I'm just 
I mean, hey, man, we just had a great team back in the day, man, the Celtics. I believe we're going to take it this year. I'm really upset with all my Lakers fans already proclaiming the crown just because they got Run Artest. I guarantee, mark my words, you're hearing it here live right now. Run Artest will have a crackhead effect on that team. He's going to be functional, then he's going to act up and crack himself out. So well, to all my Lakers fans, he ain't got but a few more years left. I don't care. I don't like the Lakers. I'm a Laker hater. Yeah, me too. Never. But, um, oh. I mean, man, I mean, that's that's good with sports, man. I love sports. I'm, I'm also watching, checking out baseball, man. But um, baseball is getting boring. All the mistakes they're making and, it, and, you know, the playoffs and all that. I mean, I'm really not caring for baseball right now, but it's it's all good. But, man, back to the subject, man. But we get too carried on because I, I am a sports fanatic. This is not a sports show. So let's get them. What are we talking about today, Al? Well, the next people are just now tuning in. I see we have some people that just joined our show. We're talking about the effects of not having a father in your home. And basically, we're going to discuss how does having a father in a child's life uh, affect them from youth to adulthood, what characteristics of a father help mold into a child's personality, such as self-esteem, being educated, wanting to be motivated, and being respectful towards either women or men. And also, what are some things that a father needs to improve within themselves? And how can a father who wants to get back into his child's life after the child has grown up form that new relationship with that child? So, and if you have any other questions or concerns, we'll definitely get to it. If you're on the line, press 1. If you're on the message board, make sure you place your comments on there so we can get to you. So, yeah, that leads us to our first song of the day by F-O-B-A, whatever the real to y'all. Fabulous. I can't even spell cat name, man. That's sad, but it's uh, featured Marsha, and it's actually a great song. It's called Stay. I'm really digging this song. Y'all check it out. You're tuning in to the Middleman live on Blog Talk Radio. Nothing like your daddy And if you've never been a man 
that's the day you start being one. This year I became a father. And I'ma die being one. What's up, son? Fabulous featuring Marsha Ambrosis. Sorry yeah. for slandering your last name, but that was Stay. And that's on the new album that Fabulous has out now, which is uh, a pretty good album in my opinion. I mean, yeah. I am a fan of Fabulous. But uh, that was a very powerful song that Fab did right there. Yeah. Getting props on that. So. You hear what he said, man. You know, hey, all the awards and the beef don't matter as long as, you know what I'm saying, my son is there in my life. That's I right. That's right. That one. That's right. Show. Sure. But we're just not tuning in to the Middleman Show today. We are talking about the effects of not having a father. How does that affect a child's life from youth to adulthood? And what are those characteristics do a father help mold into a child's personality, such as their self-esteem, being educated, wanting to be motivated on anything in which they partake in, and being respectful to women and men? And we're going to try to get into those two topics in this first segment right here, but... Um, let's try to get into what are, you know, what are some of the reasons, of, you know, how that affects a child, you know, from your standpoint, you know, KG, since you do have children, mm-hmm. you know, from youth to adulthood, you know, what well, is the importance of having that in the household? I would say the guidance, number one. I mean, just seeing that person, if a father's a good father, man, he's guiding his children from day one. A lot of guys... I mean, they consider themselves to be fathers, but they're most likely, I mean, they're just dads or, or the old word that we used, our parents just used was pops. You know, right. a lot of times when you have that guidance in the house, that, that structure that he brings, I mean, it helps form that house into a more positive atmosphere. And, right. you know, if it's a good overall atmosphere in that house for that child, he can be productive later on in life. Um, so, I mean, so, let me ask you this. Yeah. Let me ask you this, since you just said that. Um... As far as as a child between the ages of maybe three to the age of seven, you know, those most critical years, which right. is those years that he is learning to understand that he is a boy or maybe she is a girl, you right. know, what are some of those reasons or maybe those roles that a father takes into play at those ages? Well, I mean, his, his show of confidence, even though a lot of times, you know, we're more strict, as far as when it comes to um, raising a child, rearing a child, than the mother. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, right. we still can show them how a father can be compassionate also. You know what I mean? Right. A mother right. is a nurturer, but a father, you know what I'm saying, he can be a nurturer also at the same time. Now, if you have a situation where a parent is basically, yes, you know, I'm in, I'm out, 
how that situation go, I mean, that child would never get the opportunity to see what a full father should be. And I think that will have a, a real dire effect on them in, later on in life, you know. Right. I mean, I've seen plenty of cases where the father wasn't in that child's life. And, I mean, I have some friends that didn't get the opportunity to be in that child's life. And, I mean, you can see the effect on them, man. I mean, they're not they're not as whole as they would be if, he, if they would have been in their life. If you all have a comment out there and you all listening online on the chat board, you know, please press 1 on your phone or please place your comments on the chat board and we'll get to you. Um, well, you know, I you know I think you know a father has a major you know role within all of our kids in which you know we deal with and which I deal with myself um, by not having you know that that father in that child's life from youth to adulthood it's like they're missing half of themselves. True that. You know you know because of course you know how a, a kid is actually made and formed you know we get half of the mom's chromosome half of the father's chromosome. Right. You know, so once a child is actually born and he's getting up to the age where he's uh, learning to identify himself, a lot of the things, if that father is not there, a lot of the things which he's learning, he's, you know, of course, everything he's learning from his mother. Right. And hopefully he has another father figure in his life, such as an uncle, maybe an older brother, or maybe uh, somebody who he looks up to as a father who's teaching him positive things instead of negative things that he can actually look towards to success. That's another thing too, right? You know, by not having a father there too, some of those kids learn negative things from guys who they feel that they right. should be their father, who are negative influence. Right. Uh, I mean, how do you feel about that? I was gonna say, as we discussed on Color Class Show this past Thursday, man, you know, that village is, you know, it takes a village to raise a child, just like you were saying, having other figures in their lives, like their uncles or whatever. I mean, if you look at the situation where you see a, a young man that was raised properly, nine out of right. ten times that the father's not in the home, he had uncles, he had friends, reverends, or whatever the case may be to help out that situation. Now, you look at the children now that's out here wilding out, and you, I mean, you can see certain cases where you do have fathers in the house, and I use that word not loosely, but I mean stern, because they actually have great fathers, but they wild out. I mean, in case we have a good friend um, that we've known for a while. His, him as an him as an example, you can see his father raised him well. But at the same time, he has right. a brother that decided to go a different path. Now, their father is an educated man, very successful. Um, I mean, I mean, the whole family is somewhat successful. But then you look at the brothers. One brother is man, he's doing great things, good family man. But then you right. I mean you look at the other brother that's out there wild and I've been to jail. I mean, I don't really know how that happens. I think it comes from the choices that we make within ourselves, but yeah. I think a lot of times okay. fathers can do good, but sometimes that child will still make that choice to do wrong. Right, right. I think, you know, also with that, you know, having that impact on that child too as far as me making the right decision and the wrong decision and coming right. home to either a reward or a consequence. Right. You know, and from a father's perspective, we'll have a lot more on the child too because... Me, you know, I feel like, you know, if I if I did something and I know my daddy know about it, yeah. It's gonna be trouble when I get to the house. Oh yeah. I mean you know, you I know knew what that. They I was scared before head. I got off the bus. Yeah. 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 So, you know, I was scared to bring home that, you know, well back in the day we called them uh demeric. It's like, you know what I'm saying, when you get in trouble right. you receive this little slip that your mother had to sign or your dad had to sign that right. say what you did wrong that day. <laughs> I was scared to show that, you know, to to my stepfather and my mother. Yeah. Because I knew what was going to happen. 
they're going to burn your butt up. That's right. They're going to burn yourself <laughs> serious. Right. And that's a key, I, you, know, you know, I think that's a key element, too, with raising kids as far as teaching them responsible discipline. Right. You know, and not having that, you know, from youth to adulthood, you know, that'll either deter a child from making a lot of negative decisions right. or by not having that positive discipline or disciplinary action, you know, kids go out there and wild out. Yeah. But I mean, you still have, as long as, I feel like as long as you have that positive role model in your life that you can see and emulate, that can help you out regardless if your father's in your life or not. Now, as far as from an educational standpoint, I think guys that have educated fathers, they're more opted to go to school and do all the positive things from that aspect. And even if you don't have that father that's in school or went to school, if he pushes you in that direction, hopefully you will guide yourself and yeah. take that direction. I mean, it's That's still right. up to that child's choice overall because yeah. the decisions that we make will reflect who our parents are to a certain degree. Exactly. To a certain degree, exactly. but if we don't do the things that's necessary as a parent to help our children out, man, then, you know, we got, we'll got we have the situation that we have right now with kids wilding out. Right. And that, and that leads us into, like, the second question as far as the characteristics. You know, how does a father help mold those characteristics into a child personality such as, you know, the self-esteem issue, wanting to be more educated, motivated, and being respectful to women and men. And, you know, I specifically would say as far as the self-esteem matter, you know, with females. Right. uh, That is a large issue as far as when those female girls reach the age of 12, 13, 15, well, you know, 14. Really, now before then, man, before that age. Yeah, really, yeah, yeah, really before then. Um, you know, because you have a lot of female girls who feel that they have to look a certain way, have to wear makeup, have to wear a certain type of bra, wear right. a particular type of uh, clothes to show their body. You know, how do you feel, you know, KG, as far as how do you feel that a father could actually help mold that child's personality with that self-esteem issue? I want to say the phone lines are open, y'all. If y'all have a comment, go ahead and press that number one. If you're on our web chat, go ahead and put it up. We'll get to it. But... For my comment with that, I have a 14-year-old child, and I try my best to let her know how I feel about the situation, how girls nowadays are dressing and portraying and acting, you know, out there in the environment around them. So a lot of times, man, I observe things, and I make my, my feelings about it known. And I try to make sure I raise her to be a positive person and strong person. Now, I've been through puberty. I've been a child myself. So, I mean, I know a lot of times you hear things, but you act like you don't, but you react upon it. You know they hear. Right. Hopefully they hear. But right. if you tell them positive things, you try to show them the negative side of it because I, there's no reason to sugarcoat anything. So if you no. let them know what it is, and hopefully they can make a good decision and, and be, you know, confident in themselves. I mean, they can make great decisions and have a good life for themselves. Because like right. you always right. say, you don't you only just you don't only want your child to be better than you. You want them to be extremely better than you. That's right. And, and have a That's better right. life. So. I mean, from a self-esteem part, it all starts from making them feel good about themselves and, you know, telling them that, you know, hey, you're beautiful too. You don't have to look like X, Y, and Z on TV. Or you don't have to dress like X, Y, and Z on TV or or what you see, which a lot of kids are influenced by all the elements out here in the media. But hopefully you can tell them enough where they don't want to do them things. Right. Want to do any of those things, you know. And let me add this with that, too, you know, G. You know, we have 
you know, a good percentage of our teenage girls, you know, they're starting to have sex early, they're starting to get right. pregnant early. Um, you know, I feel that, you know, by a father being there to protect their daughter, to tell them those things as far as them, you know, having a good stuff to say about themselves that you that that you're pretty, that you don't need to do this, you need to right. stay away from this. Um, you know, teaching them how to pursue a particular type of, I guess you would say, boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever, because we know our, you know, all of our children are high school, you know, they're going to go through that phase in which they want to yeah. have boyfriends and girlfriends. Yeah. So we had to prepare them at an early age for that. Right. And we had to teach them about sex appropriately, you know, so they can be aware of the consequences, you know, of sex. Oh, and, yeah. you know, oh, yeah. by you having a 14-year-old, I mean, yeah. I know you've had plenty of conversations about that, you know, and how could you actually relay that message or, or what you would want to tell a particular father who hasn't told their child or hasn't had that talk with their child? How would you get them to formulate that conversation with their children? Find the courage to do it, <laughs> realistically, because a lot of times, right. man, you can have that conversation with anybody around you. But when it comes to your daughter, man, you're thinking, this is my baby, this is my little girl. How can I manage to talk to her in that fashion? You know what I mean? But a lot of yeah. times it just takes just doing it. You know, formulate the way you want to come at them. I mean, they have a lot of um, advice columns and stuff you can get from certain organizations to tell you how to start those conversations. But first thing it takes is that courage to do and have those conversations. And also just telling that child that, hey, you are beautiful. Um, I remember when uh, it was, what it was, um, uh, Valentine's Day of last year. I got my wife's hair, <laughs> I got my wife's hair done, and I got my daughter's hair done. I had to compliment my daughter. She looked real good with her hair like that, you know, and that made her feel good, I, I suppose. Right. And, but you know, I mean, those are the type of things like that. I mean, I try to do things here and there, even though you know I know I am straight up and down with mine, but I, I still try to teach them the right way of what's going on. Right, right, right. And you have to do that um, because, you know, we hear a lot of statistics say, you know, as far as when those young teenage females get pregnant, they always say that my father wasn't there or maybe they are looking for that love that their father didn't give them so the only way they know how to love is through this. You know, that is a big issue too. And by having, you know, a father there to teach them and give them that love and make sure that they don't look for in negative avenues, you know, that that could potentially, you know, decrease some of that. Because at one point, you know, I live in Mississippi. At one point, Mississippi had the highest teen pregnancy rate across the board. Wow. You know, at one point. I mean, you know, Mississippi peaked, you know, at the top of every state. You know, and that was pretty bad, you know, because Mississippi yeah. is not a a large state. You know, you got to think about Texas. Yeah, population you know, about New York. Not that, you know, not that right. Long. Right, California, you know, but Mississippi had the largest teen pregnancy rate out of any state. And it's not that many, you know, people that live here compared to Texas and California and, and New York and, you know, even Georgia, yeah. you know. So, I mean, that is a big issue, too. Well, I mean, you know, if, if the fathers take the opportunity to get in their children's life and, and be more active, I mean, like we said, it takes seeing what to do properly to know how to handle that situation properly. So even right. if you don't know how to be a father, man, you can still go to men that you see that's out there exactly. doing it. And if you admire that person, nine out of ten times you can talk to them about something. 
Their life may not right. be perfect. They may not have the perfect situation, but at least they can come to you and, and you can get some of the good pointers that you need out of that situation so you can help your child out. Right. And also, you know, another thing is, you know, with that last question, uh, teaching them how to be respectful to women and men. Yeah. You know, as far as teaching them how to respect themselves as a female or a male, and then actually teaching them how to respect others as well, too. Right. You know, having that reinforced at a younger age could actually um, prepare them for adulthood at an right. older age when they actually go out and get jobs, finding their spouse, right. you know, having a family of their own as well, too. Right. You know, all of that plays a big role in that. And, you know, having a father there, too, you know, that could actually, you know, play a big role, even if he's not living in the home. Yeah. You know. I mean, you know, the thing about it, man, they have to respect themselves. You have to put it down in a manner where they understand if you don't respect yourself, how can you respect others? others? And I think that leads into the situation what we have now with a lot of our kids not respecting themselves. That's why they disrespect right. the elders when they walk around cussing and they walk around with their pants sagging in front of their elders. Their conversation never tones back when they're around adults. Man, I've been in the mall with my kids, and I had to give them kids that look. And you know what I mean by that look. I really didn't yeah, care if they came right. at me like that, but I gave them that look because I'm like, hey, man, I got my kids here. Respect yourself enough to respect me. You know what I mean? Respect yourself. Have those situations where you can show yourself that, that love. Which, this leads into our third, well, second song of the day, I apologize, by one of my favorite artists of all times. And if you're a father like me, you're going to love this song right here. James Brown, Papa Don't Take No Mess. Hey. Blog Talk Radio, The Middleman.
That was James Brown. Papa don't take no mess. Never do. That's my motto. That's right. <laughs> and he could, he could, he could definitely make a song out of one line and make it a hit <laughs> for the ages. <laughs> you, you for the you ages. <laughs> you silly. Most definitely. Oh yeah, let me just now tune in to the Middleman Show today. We are talking about the effects of not having a father. And in our first segment, we discuss how does not having a father in a child's life affects the youth uh, from actually youth to adulthood, and what characteristics of the father help mold into a child's personality, such as their self-esteem, being educated, wanting to be motivated, and also showing respect to women and men and also themselves. And we're going to get into actually uh, what are some things that fathers need to do to improve within themselves. And how can a father who wants to get back into that child's life after the child has grown up form that new relationship with that child? So we'll get into that. And if you all have any comments or any remarks, if you're on the line listening, press 1 on your phone. If you're on the chat board, place your comments on there. We'll get to you. Yes, sir. So uh, what are some things that would you feel, G, that a father needs to improve within themselves as a whole? Um. Depends on what type of father you're talking about. Um, yeah. I mean, because nowadays, man, we have to work so much. I mean, if you, right. you're you're doing what you're supposed to do, I think one thing that we can prove is, man, taking more time out to talk to our kids. Um, you know, relaying how we really feel to our kids and letting them know the mistakes that we made in our life, so they don't have to fall in those same pitfalls. Right, right. You know, right. If, if you fall in that same pitfall. You know, I mean, like they say, that cycle. Do not fall into the same cycle that your parents did, which that includes your father. You know, if your hmm. father drank too much, don't drink. If your right. father smoked a lot, don't smoke. Don't smoke. I mean, it's, it's, it's a lot of things that we can do to improve ourselves as men, but it all depends on that person in that, you know, that scenario. Right. And also, you know, if you are a father out there and... If there are some things that you don't want your child to do, don't do it around them. You know, if you don't want your child to curse, don't curse around them. You don't want your you know, your child to sag and wear his pants a certain way or, you know, um, act a certain way. You act like you want your child, you know what I'm saying, to act because kids learn from their parents. Yeah. We, you know what I'm saying, we are the first people in which they learn their traits from, their mm-hmm. parents. You know, a good example of that, man, I mean, one of our good friends, B. You know what I'm saying? Remember, I asked him that question. I said, your dad must dress a certain way. He's like, how you know? You know what I mean? <laughs> His dad was a cool, laid-back guy when he broke it down to me. So, B is a cool, laid-back guy. So, I mean, a lot of times when your, when, you know, when your dad carries himself a certain way, now, if your dad is a thug and you follow in the same footsteps, you know, shame on the father. But hopefully right. you can get a father that look at you and look at his life and be like, because, I mean, one thing, too, before I make that point, I think we should wait to have kids till we get ourselves established in life because you need to find right. yourself, number one, and right, become right. the man that you need to become so you can relay that information without having to go through the trials, you know, with your child because a lot of times it's hard to relay that because they see the, the, the strife that you go through. But exactly. if you have a father that, you know, so he know where he is in life and he didn't do too well but he want his child to do well, hopefully that child will take the initiative to listen. You know, yeah. it's yeah. It can be real hard. I know hard. we got some hard-headed kids out there. 
<laughs> yeah, I mean, it goes back to the song we just played, Papa Don't Take No Mess. So, I mean, right. we need to discipline our children and show them love at the same time. I'm right. going to start right. believing right. discipline. Right. Hey, Most definitely. spare the rod, spare, spare the rod and spoil the child. <laughs> That's right. Because I'm going right. to get them switches, as my mama used to say. Mhm, mhm. And you know, I you know, I feel like you know, um, you know, it's a lot of fathers out there who, um, I guess you would say, um, maybe I'm trying to figure out how I want to say this, but there are a lot of guys who father a child, but who are not being father to their child. Right. And I think that they need to, you know, even if you don't have the money or the financial means of getting the child or anything, just being with. Them. Yeah, you know that'll show more effect than any type of purchase, any type of purchase of uh, diapers or clothes or anything like that. That'll have more of an effect on a child. And yeah, I money think we ain't have gonna solve everything. Comment. Money right. ain't gonna right. solve everything. Go ahead, we got a comment. Yeah. We're live on the Middleman Show. Hello, it's your boy Business, man. What's happening? What's happening? What's going on, player? What's going on, man? Just got out work, man. Just tuning in. Most definitely, man. We appreciate you for getting down with us this weekend again, man. Yeah. Now, what I want to come in on that, uh, like, a lot of times, you know, if your, uh, your father, you know, doesn't have, like, a lot of money to, you know, do the things he needs to do for you, just, like, spending time with him. Because I know when I was him, my daddy wasn't around a lot. You know, he was around in spells. You know what I'm saying? Right. But, uh, you know, just, like, he didn't do, like, the little things that, you know, a, a child would work. You know, just like going outside and just playing kids like that, that doesn't take any money. Maybe going to buy a glove and a ball, yeah. $20, you know, back in the day. But, you know, just little things like that. And uh, a child's son especially remembers, you know, about his dad. It, it's not all that uh, dad, he couldn't take me to Chuck E. Cheese or he couldn't do this. Just going outside, like teaching him how to swim, ride a bike. You know, I, I got none of these things, you know. Right. And then when I, when I you know, I would talk him down, you know, it, you know I kind of have a little resentment. Going. But you know we we uh, have a relationship now, right? And uh, I can talk to him about it. But a lot of kids won't ever get that. Yeah. Now, Biz, I want to ask yeah. you this question: Do you think it affect you as an as an uh, an adult? I mean, did it have a lot of effect on your life as far as because when you look back at it, you're like, man, I didn't get this. You see a lot of kids that do get it, and you look back at it now. I mean, do it affect you now, or have you moved past that? Um. I moved past it now, but uh, a while back, it, it was affecting me. Like, you know, I I would, <clears throat> I used to go out to the clubs and stuff and drink, man, you know, just being right. honest, you know, and I would take my, because I, I never let anything out. Right. And when I when I would do that, I would have frustration, you know, my dad and all, and, you know, just family, period, and, you know, it would come out then. Right. But, you know, yeah. but when we got older and I, and I got to talking to him and got a relationship with him, we talked it out, and then once I talked it out, I got better about it. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, and, I, I you know. Think, I think we have a full generation of men that, you know, emotionally we, we're, we're unstable because of our situations and relations with our dad. You know what I mean? We didn't get the full effect that we needed to have with our dads, and it really hurts us. You know, and, I mean, we don't put it out there because yeah. that's not who we are, but yeah. at the end of the day, it, it still affects us, and I think it affects affects our relationships and reflect on our relationships. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, yeah. if you ever had kids, thing. kids, would you, I mean, how would you approach it as far as being a father? Uh, repeat that for me. I, okay, it, it went if, in and out of 
if you ever have kids, how would you approach it as being a father? How would you approach being a father? Well, first of all, if um, I'm having them, I'm I'm financially stable. I'm where I know I know a lot of times you're not gonna probably be able to know that you're in this point. But this, I want to have a sense to know that if something costs, I can help. Right. You know, if something you know, minor, and you know, if I need to go do this, I can go do this without worrying about bills or anything. That's the first thing I'm gonna have today. I'm gonna have squared away. Yeah. Okay, right. and then. You know, after I have the child, like, I'm going to, like, just do the little things for right. or her. You know, like, if she wants to have a pee party, I'm going to be there. we drinking right. real good. You know, if he want to go out and if he wants to go out and play catch, I'm going to be my wee. I catch him. I'm, uh, I, don't, I don't watch baseball. I was a good pitcher out there. Right. You know, I'm that guy, you know what I'm saying? To him, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be the man for him. I'm going to show him what a man's supposed to do. Or, you know, I'm going to be there for my little girl. If, you know, whatever she needs daddy to do, I'm going to do it. I'm just give him, I'm going to give him time. I want to ask you and everybody that's on the web chat, everyone that's on the phone lines, I want to ask y'all this one question. And if you want to answer, just press number one or leave it on our web chat board. What is more important, the money factor of raising a child or the time mm. spent? With the child, what is more important? I think you know, saying G, you know, we have a lot of females who throw the money aspect out there, but you know, in reality, that time spent is worth more than that money. Right. Because those are material things. You know, I think it's money, money, right. money, right. time to money. Yep. Yep. Hmm. Yep. Especially as a young child. Uh huh. Yeah. Man, I, me personally, biz man, I feel like that time. In my in my opinion, that time is very important because money comes and goes. As long as you spend That's time right. with your child, regardless if you're poor or rich, you have rich people that don't see their kids but once a year. Right. You know what I mean? So yep. if you put in yep. that work, you put in that time, man. Hopefully you can you can do the right thing by your child with, by putting in that time. You know, I know we live in a busy world, man, but it it, it it's you know an hour here, two hours there. That what matters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like you said, the little things. Oh, yeah, it, it's the little things that count the most, man. Most definitely. Anyone on the line that has a comment, go ahead and press that number one. Anyone else? Uh, anyone on the web chat? Like I said, go ahead and give us a question if you would like to get in this conversation because the lines are open. Right. If there if there are any single moms out there, you know, who have any questions or or or, or any comments, you know, we'd definitely like to hear your perspective as well to this because you all are actually experiencing this. So if you have any questions or comments, no, please press that one on your on your phone. Or if you have any questions on the chat board, please give us any um, questions as well. And um, I see Marla of Colors of Class just joined us. Marla, if you have any other questions or any concerns about the effects of not having a father in your home, you know, please let us know. But um, um, from the aspect of how can a father who wants to get back into that child's life after the child has grown up, form that relationship, how could he do that? You know, what are some things or some steps in which they could do or he could do to get that relationship with his child? I will say this. Taylor. I'm, I'm going to tell you this. Me, personally, it's not even on, it's, it's not on the father anymore. It's on the mother. If the mother forgives him, then that, fa- that yeah. child can get, I mean, that father can get back in that child's life because nine out of ten times, if they ain't together, they ain't had some type of bad situation. Therefore, they ain't together. And they, they, you know, sometimes the lady won't let the man see the child or the man won't let the lady see the child. 
because of each other, but they don't have anything to do with the child. But I think they, either or, they have to forgive, let it go, and realize that it's not about you. It's about that child. I got a cousin right now that can't even see his, you know, see his daughter, man, because the mother is mad because he don't want to date her no more. A one mad. But here it is, here it is. He's, he wants to be in the child life. She's like, well, I don't want you to see him. And I'm like, man, this is crazy. Yeah, and that's, and that's really depriving that child right there. That is depriving that child. And, you know, I hope that, that this does not happen, but when that child gets older, you know, that child may have some resentment towards his, his or her mother once that child finds out what really happened. You know, and that could be, you know, not too good. You know, once yeah. that child finds out what really happened. But, you know, as far as, you know, that, you know, of course, making that step right there, G, making that relationship, you know, working with that mother or that father, you know, to get, you know, to make sure that they're on the same page with the child, making sure they outline as far as um, the times in which they're going to work together to see the child, you know, how much time spent, um, how many times a week they can come see the child, when, where they're going to pick up the child, all that needs to be outlined out, you know, from the get-go anyway. Yeah. And then you have to want to talk to that child to make sure, you know, you know, all your exes and, you know, and, and O's are put together in your playbook because, you know, once kids, you know, our kids are smarter these days. Yeah, man, you kids know, are they way can, smarter than what, what you know, the they, can, they can know see, about. Right. They can see through somebody who's just trying to, you know, push them over now. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, you know, you got you to gotta come correct with them too as well too. You know, if you haven't been there, you know, for them, you know, if they're 16, 17 years old, 18, about to graduate high school, and you ain't been there since they are two or three years, you know, old or whatever, you know, you're going to have to make sure you bring your A game because, yeah. you know, from point blank, you're going to have some attitude off that. Well, so I mean, you have to man, delicate. I've seen situations like, well, not even seen. I've had that situation where after my mom and dad divorced, me and my dad finally got the chance to get back reacquainted when I was about 12 or 13. Now, a lot of kids, depends on how that parent, and I'm not going to just put it on mothers, but depending on how that mother or father talks about the other parent because, my mom didn't talk too bad about my dad. She said her things, but it wasn't to the point where I hated him. So when we right. met each other again, we got reacquainted. It was mostly like I was happy to be back in his life. You know, I'm happy to have him back in my life. And, you know, I mean, as you know, he passed uh, a couple of years ago. And, I mean, I mean, we had the opportunity to talk again. We had the opportunity to get back with each other and at least... Spend a little time together, man, before he died. And he'd always tell my friends all the time, love mm. your father. You know mm. what I mean? Love Most your definitely. father, man, before he died. Most definitely. Most definitely. I see we have someone who want to comment as well. Um, you're live on the Middleman Show. Hello. Hey. Hi, how are you? Hey, what's going on? Nothing, trying to fight this cold. <laughs> oh that's that New York weather. I'm trying to tell you, but sick and all, I'm still here. <laughs> What's going on? You got a comment today, and we appreciate you for uh, tuning in to us this weekend again. Oh, of course, of course, anytime, anytime. I, I'm just, um, I'm just logging on. Mm-hmm. The effects of not having a father—that's the topic, right? Yes, ma'am. Yes, right. Ma'am. Okay. Well, being a single mom. 
I have to say that um, I can kind of relate. Um, I kind of heard what this gentleman was saying earlier as far as you have some women that basically do not allow the father to see their children. I have to honestly say that's not the case as far as with me. (coughs) He basically, um, I mean, mean, he's not here to defend himself, but he basically stated that, you know, he has his own life, he's going to live, but you know what? It's not a good thing, but it's a doable situation. I mean, I didn't, like, crawl up, you know, ball, you know, crawl up in a ball and say, I can't do this. And one thing that I am so blessed with is that my my father is around. Right. So although she knows that's grandpa, there's still that male figure there, especially with my daughter being so involved in athletics right. and stuff. Right. You know, my dad, I mean, he's 70 years old, but... He can't do, a, you know, as much, but he does some things with her. So, um, that's, you know, in a sense, you know, that's the positive aspect, you know, of the of the negative situation, per se. Right. But one thing, if I may say to single moms out there, this is something that I was guilty of. And if I can just put this out there, if I may. If you're doing what you're supposed to do, but that child's father decided to make his own decision. Don't feel the wrath of guilt when you have done all that you were supposed to do. And one of the things that I was trying to do was, okay, I got to be mommy and daddy. So I started letting my daughter get too many things and getting away with too many things and giving her everything. You don't prepare a child for life like that. Right. Because that's not how life is. Because I felt that guilt. Because I thought, well, maybe right. I could have done more. So the only thing I'm saying to the single moms out there that have reached out, but, you know, for whatever reason, they just don't want, the fathers don't want to be involved, don't, you know, put yourself in that guilt mode. I'm going to ask you this question, Marvin. What if the yeah. father wants to be involved, but the mother is so mad because he don't want to deal with her? She like, hey. I don't want you in my life. I don't want you in a child's life either. You ain't trying to be in mine, so you don't even worry about being hers. You know, I mean, how you feel about it. that situation? But that's just it, though. It's not about the adults. Right. It's I about agree. the children. That's I right. Mean, that's to right. be honest with you, in my situation, I wanted him. I'm talking about sending him copies of the school calendar, mailing to him, highlighting stuff. Even if you don't want to see me, go to her school because this is yeah. going on. That's a good idea. You know what I mean? But it still didn't work. Right. So, you know, after a while, you say, you know what? Enough is enough already. Right. But to the women out there who figure, oh, well, you know what? He's not going to be able to see his child because he doesn't want to be with me. Tell you right now, it's going to bite you in the butt. Because that child is going to, as they grow up, Mm -hmm. they're going to ask, Mom, how come Dad didn't see me and he's telling me he wanted to see me, but you were mad at him and that's why I couldn't see him? That's going to be the worst. And I right. think a lot of times when right. you have that situation come back, because I personally asked that same question, I feel that my mom gave me a true answer, mm-hmm. and, you know, that allowed me to get back in the situation. Um, I see we got two comments on the board. You want to take that there, Al? Okay, I'll do that. Uh, we have a comment from one of our listeners, uh, Dr. Einstein. Being an educator, I believe that all children need their fathers to be visible in their life. It takes a tremendous difference. Fathers need to be present. As someone stated earlier, the little thing counts. Spending time with that child is big. 
I agree. I totally agree. I appreciate it for your comment. I, I see we have another comment. Marvel, we thank you for calling in this weekend. You take care of yourself now. Okay. All right. We're going to get with you too now. Please do. Most definitely. Okay. Bye-bye. All right. All right. Go ahead, yo. You're live on the middle man show. Hello. Hey, what's up, man? Hey, how you doing? you for calling in. Do you know who this is, KJ? I know who it is. Who, who am I? The kid. <laughs> all the, all the weeks and months you've been trying to get me on, I got on. This is a conversation I want to hit on right here. Okay. And, um, and um, like I was hearing a lot of people saying uh, when I first tuned on about uh, daddy being in the life of that child. Um, I was basically myself. I wasn't raised by my original family. I was raised by my stepdad. Originally lived with my grandma, so, so I didn't know right. what it was like, and I don't know what it would have been like if he would have never been in my life. And now right. I got kids yeah. on my own. I'm much stronger, even though at that time, growing up with him, I, I was I was basically kind of rejected. I'm right. like, okay, where where's where's my real dad? You're not my real dad, or whatever. But now, since I have kids on my own, it's completely different. I mean, stronger now, and he got grandkids. My kids are his grandkids, so you know we're real close. And I think that uh, you know, a lot of dads out there they in their life. Yeah, and we need that. We need more of that to build stronger families, stronger That's units, right. stronger men, stronger women. Because if we don't have a good family structure, a good family unit, we don't have anything. Ken, I appreciate you for taking the time to listen to our show, man. We're going to go ahead and hit it. All right, I'm out, with my, I'm out with my kids right now. Tell them, Cash, I said, what's happening? So, you know, I'm always doing what I can with them. Most definitely. I'm with them. I'm right. with them. I get them dressed for school in the morning. I pick them up from school. I make dinner. Everything is evolved around me. It's like I'm Mr. Mr. Ma. Well, I can't say you are a great father as long as I've been knowing you, man, and I do appreciate you for taking the time to listen to us again, man. All right, I keep All right. listening. Peace out. All right, man. All right, we're going to go ahead and get into our third song of the day, man. We want y'all to pay close attention to this. This is a special record for one of our Blog Talks radio uh, family. He's the host of his own show, NYR. The song is called Father, Father. Y'all pay attention oh, yeah. to this first part of this song, Blog Talk Radio, All the Little Man. upon which we build our lives, we are most dependent on the family. The family is that most important foundation. And we are called to recognize and honor how critical every father is to that foundation. They are teachers and coaches, they are mentors and they are role models. They are examples of success and the men who constantly push us towards success. But if we are honest with ourselves, we will admit that too many fathers are also missing. Too many fathers are MIA. Too many fathers are AWOL. Missing from too many lives and too many homes. They've abandoned their responsibilities. They're acting like boys instead of men. And the foundations of our family have suffered because of it. Rocky the road was long, this father, father, so the kids can see what a man can do. Oh, what's going on? Do it for the what's community. What's going on? 
What I make to do, I will pass on the pain and strain. I'm not failing you, the truth is, I fear that when you first came here, I was scared, unprepared. I feel like James Evans, sometimes it's hard to demand. Keep your head up water, make a way with your hand. Now I've seen fire and rain despite that. Before calm, scandal, my job got snatched. My home for closed on a fourth back. The lights went out, I stayed on track. Cause nothing is ever easy, it seems simple, believe me. The frustration I felt was nothing, no one need me. And one day you will leave me. When you're finally grown, old enough to care for your father when my strength is gone.
So when it was time for me to mend that relationship, I had no trust in them. It's true when they say that it's hard to come back, but I never knew that my mother didn't allow this, so sometimes I feel that mothers are to blame for the absence of the father. Mm. Hmm. Powerful comment right there. Powerful comment. Well, we're going to probably have to do a part two to this, and to everyone that was online, you know, we appreciate you guys listening. To everybody that's on the phone lines, we appreciate you guys for taking the the opportunity uh, to get down with us this week, and we thank you for that opportunity uh, to listen to us. So, That's right. And you all go back and listen to the show as well. Yeah. Yeah. All right, then. Go ahead. Yeah, I was just going to say, you all can go back and listen to the show on uh, com forward slash the middleman or you can go to our website which is we are the middleman.ning.com and you can actually listen to the show again as well on there download it as well yep. and uh, check out some of our previous shows as well too and uh, if you have any uh, comments or any um, idea for a show that you want us to do you can email us at we are the middleman at gmail.com Hey, matter of fact, make sure you come to blogtalkradio.com. Add us as your favorite show. Add us as That's your favorite right. show. You can leave a comment yep. right below our friends uh, list on the right-hand side down at the bottom. Um, man, spread the word on this show. We appreciate you guys for listening to this show every week. We appreciate everybody for taking the time to do this. Now, I feel like we have a great show. we got great listeners, great comments from the people on the board and That's also right. on the other Facebook um, board. So, man... We appreciate you guys once again. All right. And I guess we're going to take it out next week. Tune in. We will be talking about stand up for something or will you fall for everything. And this is going to be related to our children and to their education. Yes, sir. We're going to take it all out, people. The middle men shouted. Beat Chris shouted. Now I ain't sure what you was tuning in to. We'll pay attention to the real talk. What we here for. Don't take a listen time. I take a minute. Shout in and learn some, put your mind to grind the world, you destined to earn some. Linda, yeah, comment on what you hear, let's figure out this master plan and put this thing in gear. Don't matter if you hood or you corporate, don't get you got a wheel to do way better than you were doing, well then you fortunate. Take a stand, stop complaining about what you ain't got, hating on the next man cause he was down the wreck shop. Every Sunday tune in, go live, 6 p.m. blogtalkradio.com, the middle me. Hey, what's happening? Make sure y'all download this show. Make sure y'all put That's this right. show out there to your friends. Send it around. You can go to blogtalkradio.com. Make, make sure you add us as your favorite. You can download the show. Put it in the email. Send it out. Listen to yourself again. Hey, right. you, you guys made some right. great comments, and we appreciate that. Join us next week. That's right. Same time, same show, same place. We are the middleman. And we, are, we are out. Peace out. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. 
Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.